Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. And I'm John Paul. Um, I'm really, really excited to welcome you all today to this edition of uh, Leadership Revealed. And I want to talk to you about something that I'm very passionate about. I think we need a lot more in business and in life in general. Um, and that is we have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Now, what do I mean by that? Because no doubt you'll have heard me saying it or you'll have heard other people in the industry or you might have just heard it or read it in a book somewhere. What I mean by that is that in life, in general, in business, social relationships, we will come across situations where we feel out of our depth. We will come across situations where it doesn't feel nice. And our first thought is fight, flight, or freeze. We've all heard of fight or flight, but there's a third one, which is freeze. Now, the majority of people will flight straight away. They will flee the situation and they won't hit it head on. Now, depending on the severity of the situation, it could be that some of you want to fight it off or you want to deal with that situation. But the vast majority do either do nothing, which in my opinion is sometimes just as worse as, as running away. Now, in business especially, we will have situations where we get we have this sort of choice, this fight or flight choice. And it will happen a lot more than what you think. So we are relatively successful in our chosen industry, that of property, real estate. But pretty much on a day-to-day or monthly basis, we have these little micro decisions where we have to make where it's fight, flight, or freeze. Now, because we've got used to these situations, whether it be uh, sometimes we've messed up and we've got a complaint or we've got um, a, a large situation to deal with a staff member, because we've dealt with these situations in the past, they're not that difficult to deal with. However, the first time we ever dealt with it, it was a very, very uncomfortable situation. So for instance, when we have a, a staff member not performing, we know now, because we had, we've been through that process in the past, what we have to do to either turn that person around so they are performing or performance manage them out of the business. First time, probably the first five times that ever happened, it wasn't a nice experience. It was definitely something I was very, very uncomfortable with. And you guys have to get used to that. The only time you will get used to it is by hitting it head on. Now, how many times have you come to a decision or you've come to a situation where you either hit something head on or you, or you go around it or you skirt around it or you just avoid it straight away and you felt pretty, pretty poor and weak and, and, and pretty naff to be blunt afterwards? I guarantee you by hitting it head on, not only does it strengthen your resolve, not only does it make you a better person in general for dealing with it, but the next time that situation arises, you will categorically know what you have to do to deal with that situation. So you've got to look for the positives in every situation. And one of the things that we look about when something pretty detrimental occurs or the situation happens is that we look at it and we say, right, one, how do we get around it? And two, will we be better because of this later on? What is the end goal? What is the outcome? And again, pretty much every single time we've come across situations like this, we look at the outcome, we look at the end goal, and we anchor our thoughts and decisions to that. And we say, right, it's worth going through the pain 
to get to the end goal, to get to the end point. So for example, potentially we had a branch that wasn't performing. So what did we have to do? We had to get in there. We had to, I don't know, we had to look at the procedures, the systems, look at the staff. And we had to go through two, three, four months worth of pain in order to turn that branch around. Had we not done that, we'd have still had the same issues as what we have now in six, seven months, eight months, a year's time. And that's not going to do anybody any justice. The staff are going to be unhappy. The management team are going to be happy. And I'm going to be unhappy because we're not helping serve people or we're not making as much money as we possibly can. So the way you've got to look at it is, is if any of you guys are sporting or you do a lot of sport, especially if any of you go at the gym, have a look at it, how you build muscle. Have a look at how you get better at something. You've got to do repetition. You've got to push yourself. You've got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. You've got to pile on the weight. And effectively, what your muscle is doing is it's micro-tearing. There's little micro-tears in your muscle that rebuild, they reheal, and they come back bigger and stronger than what they were before. And it's the same in brain power as well. There's a fantastic book called The Talent Call by Daniel Coyne. And in it, he talks about the process of myelinization. Now, I love this. It's brilliant. Um, myelinization is where you've got the synapses in your brain and you have electrical impulses that go along the synapses. So your brain makes a decision, has a thought, sends an electrical impulse across these synapses, which then sends a signal to your muscle to pick up the cup, punch the guy, kick the football, pass the rugby ball, whatever it is. Now, what we discovered was that doing the same thing over and over and over and over again created myelin, this white sheath around those synapses. So when that electrical pulse went down that synapse, because it was a conductor, think of it as electrical wire that to put the, the plastic sheath around it so it conducts the electricity and makes it go faster, stronger, harder. The electrical impulse went down these synapses quicker, faster, harder, so the message got to the muscle, which made the action carry out a lot quicker. The result of it was you made the decisions really, really fast. You, um, you did the action really fast. You uh, made decisions really fast. Now, this happens in soft tasks as well as hard tasks. Hard tasks being physical, like your sport, rugby, strength, picking up things. Soft tasks are such as making a decision. So have you guys ever been in a conversation with somebody where the guy or the lady just seemed to know exactly what to say, when to say, how to say it? Because I certainly have. That's the soft tasks. That's because they have been in those, those situations many, many, many times and they've built those skills up over a series of weeks, months, possibly years, so that they know what to do, when to do, how to do it in every single situation. So by getting uncomfortable, you are building up a myelinization, you're building up the myelin in your brain. So you've you've been in those situations before, or you're putting more weight on at the gym, or you're playing against tougher, bigger opponents, you're going to get better at it. So you've got to push yourself, you've got to get yourself out of that comfort zone if you want to get better at stuff. In our industry, we've got something called the Tenant Fee Ban, or now it's going to be the Tenant Fee Act that's coming out on the 1st of June this year, 2019. And in it, it's pretty much going to decimate a lot of agents' income, some up to 25, maybe 26, 27% of the turnover. A lot of people will be pretty much insolvent when this ban comes into place on the 1st of June. Now, we've known about this for quite some time now, probably about 14, 15, maybe even 16 months, 17 months. So why has people, why have a lot of agents not done anything about it? We've known it's happened. We've known it's going to come into effect. 
in all honesty, right for the entire 16, 17 months, we've known roughly what 80, possibly 90% of the ban will entail, albeit it hasn't been confirmed. But we had a pretty good idea. So why has it that a lot of agents haven't done anything about it? Well, it's quite simple, and that's the title of the podcast. They haven't got uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. They've flight. They haven't done the fight or the froze, which is perfectly normal. But when your business is going to be affected as much as it has, or it will be, then it is quite a surprise that a lot of people haven't done much about it. So that's one example of why businesses um, will be affected. Now, again, we need to be sort of quite quick on our feet. We need to be agile in business and we need to be agile in life. That when a curveball is thrown our way, we need to be able to react. We need to adapt. We need to be put a plan in place to be able to overcome that situation. I.e., we need to get comfortable whatever the situation is. So again, I need to reiterate the point that in order to build our business, build ourselves from a mental perspective or a physical perspective or physical aspect, we need to understand our limitations and we need to put push past those limitations. Personal growth is a great motivator. Achieving those goals, whether it be short, medium or long term, is a huge, huge motivator and a, a massive factor in a, in a lot of people's success. If you ask any of the most successful, wealthy um, individuals in sport, in business, they will constantly say that they're constantly trying to better themselves. They're constantly trying to become better than what they are today, tomorrow, or they're better today than what they are yesterday. Those very, very successful people love the big stage. They understand and appreciate that they have to get better in order to be the best, or they've got to push themselves if they want to try and better their own personal records, or they want to try and grow the business or whatever it is. So you're not alone in the fact that you might get a little bit nervous. You're not alone in the fact that you might not like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. However, if you want to take your business or your personal life or anything to that next level, you've got to push yourself. I recently spoke in front of 1,300 other letting agents, some big hitters, PLCs, housing ministers, and a lot of my my, um, colleagues at a very big conference uh, quite recently. And I was very nervous about it because the most I've ever spoken in front of is about 250, 300 people. So it was pretty much quadruple, nearly quintuple the amount of people that I've ever spoken in front of. But I did it because of a personal growth aspect. I wanted to push myself out of my comfort zone and I wanted to get used to it. And you know what? It was nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. I genuinely thought leading up to it a couple of days before, um, I was thinking the worst of people. I fluff my lines. People don't understand what I'm saying because of my accent. You know, I swear because I've got a habit of saying um, swear words when I shouldn't. But you know what? When I got on stage, the nerves went. And in for the first hour beforehand, I was I was excited. And I think it was because I was using my nervous energy to build excitement. I couldn't wait to get on that stage. I stood on stage with three other people, one of them being the CEO of a PLC, and I was looking forward to having a debate with them. I really, really was. And that was just because of I used my nervous energy, I channeled it in the right way. And even though I was uncomfortable, I got comfortable. I really did. And yes, there were some questions. And yes, there was a couple of curveballs. 
So another curveball that was thrown that we were given a good couple of weeks to prepare a couple of questions that we knew we were going to get asked. And guess what? The person comparing the entire event never asked us a single bloody question. So right from the off, I was put on the back foot. But I was up there. I was having fun. I thought, you know what? Sod this. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to ask the questions to the best of my ability. And if they throw a curveball, I'm just going to deal with it. And that's exactly what I did. Thankfully, it went pretty well. I got some really good feedback, but I've grown as a result of that. I feel more comfortable now. Now, is it top of my list of things to do again? Absolutely not. But the next time I'm asked to do one, when hopefully I will, I won't be nowhere near as nervous. It's like the first time I ever went into the ring. I was absolutely petrified. I've got some guys staring across the ring of the cage. He's going to rip my head off. He's going to tear me to pieces. And once you get in there, the cage door slams shut, you don't hear a single thing. You just get on with it. There's another saying I like, you just pull up your big boy pants and you just get on with it. And that's what it's all about, about progressing yourself, having that achievement, that attainment, ambition, looking forward, trying to have that personal growth element in all parts of your life. So guys, I just want to end this. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable because the day that you stop it, you stop growing. And as business people and people in general, we want to continue growing. Thanks again for listening to me rabbit on on Leadership Revealed and look forward to speaking to you next time on the next episode.